You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, we are joined by master goal scorer, uh-huh. legendary twerker. Oh yeah. <laughs> Kai Kamara of the Colorado Rapids. That's right. He puts fear in the eyes of goalkeepers and <laughs> local dancers because he's just so good. That and more tonight on the Cooligans. Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, the Cooligans. <laughs> My neighbors have kids, actually. I should be yes. doing that. There's a baby that just woke up. Yeah, that's right. You know what? You woke, You just woke up our uh, guest kids as well. Uh, so you got you got real loud. They were outside like, what the hell is that? What, what is our dad doing? Yeah. But guys, come on. We're, of course we're excited. Not only is it post our birthday celebration, but this is Cooligans slash Living Room FC, baby. Correct. Uh, yes, we're excited uh, to, to be here. Yes, welcome to the show. If this happens to be your first time watching the show where have you been uh yeah, but my no, name... mad late my guy <laughs> but my name is christian polanco uh-huh and i'm alexis guerreros all right we are the cooligans we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the yep. funniest soccer show that you have ever witnessed yep heard seen whatever and it's not just the funniest it also happens to be the gulliest all right all right yeah this Scrat. is <laughs> very much uh this uh we're embodying gully uh very much today we're like you know the dudes who take pictures only like this with like the fist in their hand that's <laughs> us that's the show that is right? <laughs> that's what we do okay that was the Speaking of gully by the way i yeah. mean i couldn't think of a gully a guest when it comes to mls players i i completely agree whether it's uh you know scoring goals for you know for fun uh yeah yeah, and you know, and 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 twerking a little bit. Well, uh, how's my man go from winning the award for the least amount of yellow and reds in a season <laughs> to then getting a, 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 getting in trouble for twerking? How you have both of those in your highlights, my guy? <laughs> this guy, I mean, trust me, if you're a fan of MLS, odds are he's played for your team. Okay, <laughs> this is absolutely one of the scariest dudes to see if you're a goalkeeper running up on you with a long ball headed towards his forehead uh one of one of our favorite players to watch even though he hasn't played for our favorite team just yet uh ladies and gentlemen unless you're driving put your hands together for the one the only kai kamara everybody kai what's up man there he is (laughs) hold on (laughs) sprinting in yeah dude a nice like hello hello a nice like wwe entrance not played for psv yet i'm sorry <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just wearing. We're just wearing all the kids we have to try yeah, to switch the show up. This is this is my uh, hometown club from Dominican Republic. So if you ever need a sign for, we need goals too. So I mean, yeah. I see Bow FC. You're just wearing your clean clothes, huh? You don't have any more. Yeah, dude. I mean, we're laundry is getting to the bottom. I mean, fat guys should never wear checkerboard. I look like a picnic table right now. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the invite, guys. Really, thank you. 
No, thank, thank, you, thank you for saying yes. Yes, man. Uh, look, Kai, we are huge, huge fans of you. We've been wanting to meet you and talk to you for a long time, but we should at least get the formalities what, 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 out of the way. It took you so long. Like, I don't know, on? man. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, we blame my you. number is in the yellow pages. Just text me, man. <laughs> Come on. What, uh, how are you doing? Uh, obviously, Kai Kamara, the uh, forward for the Colorado Rapids. Uh, how are you holding up uh, throughout the quarantine? I know you, uh, you, you, I follow you on Instagram. You have a beautiful family. I know yeah. that it has to be wild with a bunch of little kids running around. Uh, so how are you doing? Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> uh, it, it's just awesome. I, I, was, I was watching these little Instagram things and this guy's just talking about how great he's doing, but putting these signs up like my wife is crazy. Get me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I mean, being a soccer player and being, you know, obviously a pro athlete or somebody that travels a lot, you know, over a career, it's was always hectic. And then now it's like a blessing to really just be stuck at home and watching these kids grow. You know, I have a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son who will be three next week and a three-month-old. And it's just been a blessing because my wife can take care of the baby. And then the other two just like, you know, bum rush me every minute. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's tough because I'm obviously like, you know, I'm, I'm hitting that old part of soccer. So I want to play. I don't want to take this much time off. Mm -hmm. I want to be out there. But just at the same time, just being quarantined with them, it's just been like a blessing. I got to say, though, from watching your Instagram stories and just watching you play, you have a very childlike sort of approach to, to to life so your kids must just be like so it's us and mom right like, <laughs> you're just the only kid with a job <laughs> you're the first one that actually looked at me and said i don't you know i don't look old but usually when i say 35 or, or end in soccer people are like yeah like when are you thinking about hanging your boots and i'm like but that's good no i man, I'm, a, I'm a child bro i you know, I put my skates on my four wheelers the other day and I just went with them while they're riding their bikes and I'm just skating with them at the same time. Like, yeah, dude. You know, I want, I, I definitely want them to just enjoy, you know, with me at the same time and not be like that parent that's like, hey, no, stop doing this, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I feel what? like if your life was a sitcom, one of your kids would be like walking around with spreadsheets and talking about taxes and trying to get you to relax. You know what I mean? That's my daughter. That's my daughter. There it is. <laughs> she, she, she be, you know, we, uh, always trying to like work out doing these little things. I was like, no, Karen, you have to do it. Like, she just looked at me, dad, you know, just give me that dad, like yeah. relax. Like it's not yeah. that serious. You know? Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm curious about this. I like on a more serious note, uh, given that you are a player who who's played in several MLS clubs and we've spoken to other players about how just like, you know, you've been traded or moved and you don't have really a lot of control. I I, I know you probably have a more, con you, as a veteran, you probably have a little bit more control about where you go, but what's it like on the, oh no, my bad. <laughs> uh, you saw my man's eyes open up. He's like, what, the hell? what you been reading? Right? <laughs> He's like, did someone say control? How does that affect the family though? And that, that dynamic? Yeah, no, actually when I first started playing, I used to feel really, really bad for guys with family because one minute, you know, we're, you know, playing a game or at training and the next minute you just see somebody, you know, come by and shake everybody's hands and say, you know, I, I'm, I'm leaving because it's a trade. And I was just like, wait, what? Like you have two, three kids. Like, how's that going to work? Um, I've been blessed, obviously, just recent, you know, my kids are really not that much older. 
So the moves hasn't been so difficult. I mean, yes, my daughter does miss one, two of her friends, but she does forget them really easily. Um, <laughs> but I know. But it's 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 crazy because now you have a whole house that you have to move. You know, it's not just an apartment, you know, being, yeah. uh, you know, a young boy, single or anything like that. So you move in a whole house and the kids. But I've been I've been in, in good places, you know, uh, with my first when we were in Columbus was a really good city. Moving to Boston was also, you know, a beautiful place and stuff. And then going to Vancouver, I mean, it just kept going beautiful, beautiful. And then we came here having a third. In Colorado, it's like if there's a place you want to raise, you know, kids, Colorado, it's like one of them. You know, there's so yeah. much land around you, so much green and, you know, it's it's good. But it's really, really hard when because in MLS, your trades are not, hey, uh, we're working on a trade for you. No, it's, hey, Kai, uh, what are you doing? Uh, you want to grab a coffee? Uh, sure. When you hear that, that means pack your bag. Like, yeah. you know? Can I just call my travel agent real quick? Yeah. Before I get to you, like, hey, you want to grab a coffee? I'm like, hey, babe, um, I have to grab a coffee with the coach. You know what that means. Um, so, uh, yeah. Time to go. It's like a mafia member being invited to a party. <laughs> You're like, damn. Damn. They Man, got I, thought, me. I thought I was in his good graces. Yeah, right. so, no, I've heard those, you know, a couple of those stories, and obviously it happened to me maybe once. But just hanging out because I used to have roommates. He's like, hey, the coach just called me. I got to meet him real quick. I'm like, all right. And he comes back and just like, I'm like, what happened? (laughs) Oh, I got traded. I'm like, well, you can tell you're on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. All the yeah. other all the other roommates are moving Jimmy equipment into his bedroom already. <laughs> when he gets back, he's like, "What happened?" <laughs> yeah, no, no, were you but... measuring the walls? It's, uh, you actually, but you grew up in uh, for a short period of time. You grew up in Sierra Leone, right? West Africa, yeah. warm country, right on the water a little bit. Now all of a sudden, first place you go is like, I believe you moved to California, right? But yeah. you played in cities like Columbus, Vancouver, Colorado. <laughs> when you got to Houston, were you not? like ah (laughs) finally warm weather yes you say that but then it's like ah like i want to breathe like it's hard to breathe you know because yeah i I started off in when i moved to when i moved to to la i lived there and then i started playing columbus cold and i'm like okay this snow i can't get used to this it's crazy you know san jose for a little bit okay back to california great houston now it's nice and all this but it was getting so hot. Like you spent no time outside, you know, it was trained yeah, train yeah. at eight o'clock in the morning because by usually the rest of the league trains at 10, but you can't do 10 o'clock because it's already hundred degrees. And yeah. then after training, you would just quarantine in your house, you know? So that's where I started working on the quarantine. Um, <laughs> you start preparing for it. Yeah. <laughs> the humidity of Houston. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. It's so humid. But it, the advantage of that was any team that came to town, you can just see it in their face, like oh, I can't breathe. They're like, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> the air is heavy. This is an easy, Houston, this is easy win right here. Yeah, that, yeah. I think the air got butter in it in Houston. It's so <laughs> heavy. <laughs> oh my god! It just like sits in your lungs. You're like, did I swallow a brick? What happened? <laughs> Most memorable game I played in Houston was I don't know who was thinking about the schedule. Who in the MLS did that? But remember playing in Houston in the summertime and playing at two o'clock in the afternoon. And really? it was two o'clock. And obviously we we're having these water breaks, but it was like, you know, cause we had to be on, on television on uh, I think it was like a Spanish channel. And that was one of the only times they can put us on. And it was yeah. like two o'clock <laughs> and I go, so we were playing this one game. I remember a defender named Jimmy Conrad. Yeah. Oh, so, of course. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fan of the show, friend of the show. Yeah. 
here am I, you know, I'm just, you know, a young boy just buzzing around, running all over the place, you know? It's hot. I don't care. I'm used to it. And I know Jimmy does not want this. You know, he's playing for Kansas <laughs> City. I go by him this one time. I feel a little... Like, slow down, man. Stop running around so much. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's Jimmy, bro. Jimmy, that's really. Jimmy. That's Jimmy been that way even on the field, huh? He smacked me in the back of the head and, like, slow down. You're running around so much. And I was just like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. Uh, He's like, yo, you're yeah. making me look bad out here, bro. <laughs> Chill, young blood. <laughs> check this out. We have the soccer wall behind me. Look what I just pulled off. <laughs> we got your car from 2012. Look at the oh. smile on that young man's face. Huh? Oh. Yeah, I I, I, uh, I got lucky one of those days, too. I scored a goal again. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, my mom had to visit from L.A. to in Kansas. And I was like, hi, Mom. How's it going? That's the photo they took? Yeah, so it's, it's when I saw that, I was like, wow, I remember that just, like, you know, so vividly. It yeah. seems like every photo they take of you, you have a big smile on. Is that just part it. of your personality? Have I you always been this, like that? I enjoy this blessing, man. I enjoy this. This uh, dude, I'm 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 from this little town called Kenema in Sierra Leone, about 150 thousand people, and I grew up following my 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 older brothers when they played soccer. And when I left after the Civil War and went to the Gambia for a little bit, and then came to America. Everybody was like, oh, you're going to go play soccer? Are you going to go play? I'm like, no, I'm just going to go join my mom. Yeah. But when I came here and then I'm playing soccer, I'm like, okay, I want to go to college. And then college, I'm going to uh, Cal State Dominguez Hills. They're building Home Depot Center, the Galaxy Stadium. And I'm like, you know what? I want to play there. And then you start going slowly so that when all this journey and all these things just worked out, it's like there's nothing I can do but smile and just be happy about it because – I didn't really wake up or being in Sierra Leone or playing in, in academies and thinking, yes, one day I'm going to be a professional soccer player. No, it was just like, as I was going on, I was like, okay, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, Ahead, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, your your story is like one of the most, uh, you know, inspiring and and also like scary too, right? I mean, you, nobody wants to think of like what, uh, you know, a childhood uh, filled with that much kind of strife. But clearly, it uh, inspired you and and made you, uh, you know, grateful for what you do have now. Definitely, definitely made me so much stronger. The 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 situations again, moving to you know, fifteen different teams and being positive about it instead of, you know. Um, no offense to some other people, you can move to teams and just crumble and just, you know, that's the end of you. But I look at every team and every place that I've been to that I still have an opportunity to play. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. still, you know, from this, you know, Kenema Sierra Leone and I'm still a professional soccer player. You know, I've seen Which... the worst of the worst in Civil War and stuff like this. But what I'm seeing right here, this is still so much better, you know. Like that's and and that's significant because you've moved to so many teams. But the one team I want to bring up that you got a chance to play for was Sierra Leone. Yes. How how was that? Was were you scared? Were you anxious? Were you worried? You know, to come from a place that was in the middle of a civil war, war torn, and you had to move. You went to Gambia first, and then in the U.S. But to play good good enough soccer to get to get a chance to go now represent that country that you had to leave, what yeah. was that like? Like, was that something you were fighting for? Did you get a phone call? Did someone from Sierra Leone say, "Yo, we got to get coffee"? And you're like, "How the hell am I getting <laughs> traded from Sierra Leone?" <laughs> like, <laughs> no, not even want coffee, but it's it's crazy, you know. Like, 
Oh, man. Um, and Christian, did you say you grew up outside of America? I did. I grew up here, but my family, uh, immigrants from Dominican Republic. Okay. Yeah, my family well, fled Cuba. Okay, so, so that's the thing. So when you go back home or you, you, know, you see videos from out there and, and people playing soccer, it's a lot of street soccer. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a professional soccer player in 2006 and seven, and I start going to Sierra Leone. And I had to go prove myself in the streets to yeah, be able yeah. to play for the national team. Dude, it's like going, going to like Rucker Park and you got to be like, yo, well, I got to play these dudes now. That's what it was. It's like, it's like blood sport, like an <laughs> underground fight. <laughs> and it's not grass. It's not turf. It's dirt fields. Yeah, yeah. Dirt, gravel, and this. And I started going back and they were like, okay, my brothers would take me to these areas where this is where all the other big players were playing. Because I never played that much when I was in Sierra Leone. So now I have to play in front of the, in, with these players. And there's a lot of fans every day. And yeah. so when they start hailing you, and that's when they start considering you for the national team. And I, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. So yeah. the, first, the first day I remember, I went out there and had my brand new boots. And I'm like, take it out of the box, put my boots on, <laughs> stepped on the field. By the end of the game, under the booth was gone because it was just like <laughs> hard ground. And yeah. so I had to play in all these different games. And finally, when I came back, it was in 08. Then I, you know, I got the phone call and it was like, yeah, I was like, I can't believe I had to go play all those games before they can consider me to play for the national team. Yeah, that's, that's wild. What, it happens with a lot of like uh, players that, that grow up or spend a lot of time in the U.S. Because then you go back and they're like, who's this gringo trying yeah. to like yeah. be, you ain't you ain't one of us and no. you gotta win, win them over you have to prove yourself you have to prove yourself and it goes on even till now like we're there all the time there's so many players people know but the, the thing is there's no accessibility to be able to watch your games you know sierra leone got drawn to well the rest of the world got drawn to mls when david beckham came yeah you know so finally yeah. they was like oh okay that's the league that beckham plays i was like yeah i play there too but you know, okay, it's cool. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> you're like, you're Beckham? And you're like, a little different. <laughs> a little different. So, yeah. No, that's great. It's, it, uh, it, like I said, yeah, it is really inspiring. And it, it does, we've talked about this a lot, like just about being uh, being American and, and, and you know, obviously having that appreciation, uh, but like still having that connection to your roots. When I go to Dominican Republic, people, you know, they hear me speak Spanish and they're like, why are you so damn proper? You know, like, they just like don't buy it, you know? <laughs> they called call me American back in, in Sierra Leone. They're like, you're so, you're so American, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, when my cousins, yeah, when my cousins like, like do like uh, uh -huh. WhatsApp video from Cuba, they're like, we know you're American. You eating too good, bro. You know, <laughs> you got too, too much fresh. food out there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a, a question from so we have a, the, the Gully Squad, which is our, our more like dedicated uh, listeners and and viewers of the show. Uh, and we got a question from Peter Garcia. He he did ask. He wants to know about your experience with the Sierra Leone national team, but with all the leagues represented in Sierra Leone, like the fact that uh, the, the players that make it out of there and play all over the world, what is it like playing for you know with players from that that play in Iceland or yeah. in Oman and things like yeah. that? Yes, it's 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 an all star team. You know when you play for your national team, it's an all star team. And here's a chance. Some people are lucky because then you played with some of these guys in the youth national team to so make your way up. But you know some of us or myself that never had that chance. You know, I'm basically part of an all star team. Yes, we have players. A lot of our players play in Scandinavia. You know Sweden, Denmark. You know like you said, or maybe Iceland, Finland. Um, a couple guys were in in Italy, and uh, when you get together with these guys, it just clicks right away. 
you know, you're all from the same country and speaking the same language. And it's just fun. It's all about that. You know, it's very competitive because then now you're in a position where, you know, uh, in your clubs, you're starting, you're playing. And now you're over there. Like I say, it's an all-star team. So everyone's good. Yeah. So yeah. Now everybody starts looking at each other like, okay, are you playing? <laughs> are you going <laughs> to play? So, <laughs> so then it gets to that, you know, and then training starts and it's like, you know, everyone's going at it and stuff like that. But it's so, so fun when you all can be part of this team and you know, you know, like, for example, during that national anthem, everyone is representing the same country and you guys are all fighting for the same thing. It's something that's completely different from club soccer. Of course. That's awesome. We got more with Kai Kamara. We get back after this. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to bring you with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you and maybe even Ali Krieger. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so, uh, yes, Gully Squad has been uh, litter than ever. Uh, oh, wow. It, it was wild, Liddy. In fact, some of us, <laughs> people came in and said, hey, we heard you were having a party. You're going to get a ticket because of coronavirus. They said, no, no, no. It's just Gully Squad. They said, all right, well, then please continue. I'm sorry I interrupted. <laughs> okay. And then I tip my cap to the officer. Uh, <laughs> so, no, uh, Gully Squad has been uh, again, especially during this quarantine, we, we've, we've spoken about how it is more than just a, a you know, just getting some uh, extra content. It is becoming a, a very much a full-fledged community of, uh, of people uh, sh- sharing ideas, sharing stories of comedy, uh, uh, everything. So, uh, and, and yes, you may have heard recently on our, on, we did a Zoom call. We did a, the first Gully Squad happy hour. And, and that, was, that wasn't even us. That was just the, the Gully Squad members putting that together. Shout out uh, to, to Peter. Garcia, who who uh, who had the idea uh, initially, and he uh, wanted to get drunk with other members, and let's go, you know. Yeah, and let me yeah. tell you something. I think it started around what seven, seven, six p.m. It started at six p.m. Yeah, <clears throat> I logged back in at like eleven thirty, and it was still happening, dude. Bro, that's how that's how we do it. I, Gully Squad, bro. Gully Squad. It ain't it ain't called Softy Squad, my guy. <laughs> okay. Also, I mean, how did you know my nickname in high school? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, is that that's the you know the 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 Mister Softy Truck uh, uh, subscriber service. Actually, I got it after prom. It was a really, I mean, you know, first time drinking yeah. whiskey. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I hate that it stuck. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but if you wanna, yes, the the the. the Gully Squad Happy Hour was unbelievable, and we we had a, a special guest join us, uh, Ali Krieger of or the Orlando Pride and the U.S. Women's National Team, two, two-time World Cup champion, just hop hopping in uh, Zoom calls hey, uh, uh, with and us. Christian, how many other how many other uh, podcast fan group Zoom happy hours <laughs> do you think two two-time World Cup winners be hopping into, or someone on the cover of People Magazine? <laughs> uh, I can't look. I'm I'm rifling through all my paperwork. You hear right? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get through it. Uh, I honestly cannot find anything. I'm, I, and I have the records. You I'm know? trying I'm, to add it up right now, and you can hear my my, my uh, calculator with the page with the paper. You can hear it going. There it is. And look, it's a zero. The, the number is zero. So you can no. stop rifling through all your paperwork with your your what are the the, the printer with the that all the paper was like court, the like dot matrix yes. dot matrix. Yes, your dot matrix paper. You can stop looking at it, dude. No, but I love. I can't let it go you no, know no keep it for sure keep it because you need a, you need the records for seven years uh, for tax reasons but what i'm saying is you can stop rifling through it for this oh, 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 okay okay well we'll, we'll we'll get through this 
break then. Yeah. Uh, so, so um, yeah, look, that, that those are some of the things that uh, are possible if you join Gully Squad. There's a lot of fun. Um, not only is just uh, cool content, but uh, fun surprises like that. And we are actively trying to, you know, make it more than just a, you know, uh, just just sending you an extra 20 minutes of uh, of a podcast a week or, or a month or whatever. We're trying to, like, offer Gully Squad members a, a, a genuinely fun experience. Uh, similarly to what we get to have, you know, I, we're, we're trying to put out something really, really fun and cool. And it's, uh, it's all the uh, stuff we would have wanted when we were just soccer fans and didn't have a podcast or a TV show. Total, it's totally. like this is what I would I would have loved to have been hanging out on some you know conference call or something like that. You know, and all of a sudden, a, world, a two-time World Cup winner just hops on from, you know, her backyard, just hanging out. Sure, you know, it would have been nice if Ronaldinho would have called from prison. From prison, yeah. dude. Imagine we were his only phone call. <laughs> Yo, how lit is that, dude? He's like, so, Yo, I ain't even trying to get out, dog. I just want to say what was good. I just made this phone call to say what was good. I don't need to talk to no lawyers. <laughs> get the gully squad on the phone. Hell, dog. <laughs> what are my lawyers going to do? I did this shit. You know? <laughs> All right, so please join Gully Squad. Go to SoccerCooligans.com and hit the Join Gully Squad button. I promise you uh, it is as fun uh, as these breaks. Uh, we, have, we have a good time with it. And, uh, yeah, it, you'll, you'll have unique experiences and really cool things. That, and you'll help the show grow. Uh, so please, please do that. SoccerCooligans.com and click on Join Gully Squad. All right, we are back with Kai Kamara of the Colorado Rapids. And Kai, this has been a thing that's been on my mind for years. Uh, I, I'm being honest because a couple of years ago, <laughs> you did a video uh, about a fine that you received from the league. Uh, and again, I, I'm we're not. I don't. I'm not trying to rehash anything or get you in trouble. I do not want you losing right, any more money. If you money. do, you, you pay for you. You pay the fine. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You did your time, right? <laughs> I paid my fine. I'm good. Or we could just say allegedly at the end of every <laughs> sentence if you want. Well, you did a video uh, highlighting a fine that you received for wearing uh, true socks or not the socks that you were quote unquote supposed to wear. I don't, people know, don't know what true socks are. I don't, I don't play soccer. Obviously true socks have like those little dots that you always yes. see creep up behind the people's shoes. So apparently there's a rule. And uh, as far as league, the, the wardrobe, you're supposed to wear certain things. And, but, the, but you, you made this video cause you were highlighting the fact that there were other players, like basically everybody wears these socks, but you were fine for them. Uh, so what made you one, uh, like maybe we don't understand the fine. So whatever, maybe we can get to that. But the, <laughs> what made you make this video and be like, yo, I'm taking a stand right now. <laughs> uh, um, wait, I think when you're, when you're a snitch, people don't really hear you say it. So I think <laughs> the fact okay. that <laughs> say it publicly so nobody can call me a snitch. So yeah, yeah. Um, if yeah, you okay, snitch to the world, right. you're technically yeah, yeah, not yeah. snitching. Yeah, you put yeah you're an off. activist at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whistleblower. Great term, right? Yeah, it was, uh, oh, uh, no, man. Uh, hey, uh, Don, Kamish, yeah. I love you. I promise. I love you. <laughs> we actually, we actually talked about it. We laughed about it. And I was like, I'm not going to find for this. I was like, no, no, you didn't cross the line. I was like, okay, no, but it was one of those because <clears throat> I have, you know, I have some kind of toe problem, foot problem. And I started using true socks and true socks again, the dots. And I felt like, you know, my, uh, cause I have sweaty feet, TMI, but 
Bro. soccer player, sweaty feet. Right. But because of that, I had toe problems. I know. I had toe problems. <laughs> and then one day I tried true socks and week after week after week, and it got better. And I was like, oh, I want to wear this. But then again, at some point, the whole, you know, the whole world, not the whole world, most soccer players were wearing it. And then now soccer players, we don't like wearing a full socks anymore. Everybody cuts their socks. Yeah, I, I don't understand this. It's like cut at the ankle and taped up. How is that more comfortable than just wearing a sock? No, because because you don't train with the full socks anymore. You train yeah. with these socks or whatever you train with, you want to play with them. So when I'm training with when you train with, you know, the low socks, so you want to play. So that's why during the full, you know, game socks, um, so you just cut them so you can still be comfortable with the socks that you train with. So that's how it is. So now the league had the rule, well, they said they did, about no one exposing or, you know, advertising another brand but Adidas. Yeah. And uh, so that's where I fell in. And I was like, well, these socks are good for me. My doctor says it's good. Here's a doctor's note. Doctor says, yeah. guys, you wear this. Exemption. Yeah. I, I can't play gym today, Doc. <laughs> so I bring my note to every game and say, here's yeah. my note. Give it, Please. give it to the you ref. Know? Yeah. But uh, so we kept going and I kept getting fined and the fine doubles. Every time they find you doubles. Every time they find oh, you man. doubles. So it kept going. And people were like, why don't you just stop wearing it? I was like, no. I know my rights, and I'll fight with my <laughs> I, I remember the speech you gave on the steps of the commissioner's office. <laughs> and, uh, so, and uh, you know, so one day, I know, I, I don't know, I was bored. I know I got one more fine, and I was like, over the top. I was like, I'm making a video. I'm sending it out there. You guys be yeah. my judge. And I did this video, and the one person that wasn't happy with the video was Michael Bradley. Because we played oh, yeah. a game, Michael is like, really? You got to put me in the video? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn, son. Like, you got to name names? I was like, Michael, if I put you in the video, that means, you know, I know you can take it. You know, you're the man. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I just I I grew up an Arsenal fan, so Thierry Henry wearing the socks over the knees was like, whoa, that's like the Jordan with the with the black shorts sticking out underneath his basketball shorts. It was like, yo, fashion statement. And now everybody wants to wear ankle socks when they play soccer. No, that's really what it is. But yeah, it's just because you want to play with what you're training with because you're so comfortable with it. But hey, everybody, you know, I'm not saying I fought, I fought for you guys, but everybody's playing True Socks these days, you know? <laughs> you blaze the trail. Yo, yeah. True Socks better use this as a commercial right now. I know, right? The best you ad. Put, put, some, put some respect on our name too at the bottom. Do you. Are you one of those players that hates the? Because I see so many players wearing like the baby shin guards. It's like barely anything. People wear cardboards. Uh, all right. Okay. I'm not no, joking. Like we can't people, wear, on that. <laughs> people wear cardboards. No, but people who tell you that's what they wear yeah. because if you don't, I mean, kids wear shin guards at training and games, please. Yeah. Um, but when you're older and you don't train with shin guards, it's like saying, okay, you train with these socks so you want to wear them in the game, but you don't train with shin guards at all. So a lot of yeah. guys are uncomfortable to have anything else on them. So that's why shin guards got smaller and smaller and even lighter. Remember, I don't even know, maybe the, the time of Jimmy Conrad's days, they wore the full ankle from ankle all the way up. Like when I was guard. a kid and I played, I you, I looked like a, a soldier in Roman times getting so geared up. So <laughs> now the shin guards have gotten to so small. And actually, I've seen some guys, they have a full shin guards, they'll cut it in half. 
So you wear one shin guards in both. But yeah. I, aren't they worried? Like I, I, I yes! remember playing a Sunday league and I got like a, a kick to the shin where I'm like, yo, if I didn't have a shin guard, I would yeah. have been real shit. <laughs> but they say you, you know, you train harder than you play. So everybody's looking at it as, you know, at training, if I'm not wearing it. Yeah. Then in the game. It is very so. much, you know, do as I say, not as I do. You know, just like when when Pence, when the vice president was walking around without a mask in a hospital and be like, yo, what are you doing? You, you just told everybody <laughs> yeah. to wear a mask. Everybody else or, wear a mask and that would be fine. <laughs> That's like when back when we could go outside, you would see like a tourist get on a city bike in New York City without a helmet. I'm like, R.I.P. my guy <laughs> riding a bike in New York City. This ain't this ain't Georgia, how, my dude. You how know? do we do that, by the way, when they say everybody wear a mask? Like when I go running. So I'm trying to do this may mile run like 100 miles in may 100 plus mile yeah. and they say everybody must wear a mask i can't run with a mask like is that yeah, don't you I, what's that called like a snood that thing you lift over like it looks like a scarf that you pull getting, up over yeah, here snoot but it's getting yeah. warm out there i mean when you're if you're outside and you're running and away from people you understand but if you're going into a hospital wear a mask yeah you know that's not too much to ask <laughs> if anything you could say that's why i'm running away from you i have no mask <laughs> <laughs> and uh kai yeah there you go uh, the heart hands uh yo we and we should talk about that because you have a foundation all right so it just reminded me uh the uh i want to talk about your time with the new england revolution because there's a uh a great legendary clip of uh after you scored a goal and uh you uh you started twerking after and you received a yellow card <laughs> for 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 bringing joy to the world which i don't see how that's fair but... we were waiting for you to make a video of all the other players who've twerked you know? <laughs> <laughs> what, inspired... Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> what inspired this celebration and where did you learn them moves my guy <laughs> actually i'm gonna be honest here and say <laughs> I was trying to check. I was trying to check, see if we were following what was going on around the world or around sports in America. I don't remember the player's name, but there was an NFL player that tore the week before in an in in end zone and he had gotten fined. <laughs> and I was like, really? For you were like, that's my thing. I get yeah. fined. <laughs> I was like, really? For twerking? And I was like, all right, I'm scoring a goal. I got a twerk. Let me just see what, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's funny. So, yeah, I mean, I got lucky. Got the goal. And <laughs> one of my teammates went, on the sideboard was the best because he was banging on the sideboard like this. <laughs> just, Work it, girl. Fans <laughs> to make a dance. <laughs> and I did. And I'm going back to the middle. But the referee came and gave me a card. But because... It wasn't his decision. It was a linesman's decision. So the mm. linesman was just seeing Sports Center too, just like I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because then I asked the ref after the game, I go, "Hey, uh, you gave me a, you gave me a, a, a car." I, I was just like, "What's the yellow for?" He's like, "I don't know." He actually told me to give you a card. <laughs> like, Talk to my man's over yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What he's like, he, and he was laughing. He's like, he told me to give you a card, and I was just like, I just started laughing. Wow! Write it down. You know when they pull out the thing and they write down what the the time, what, the what number, for? and what for. Do you yeah. know what it said? I I should have checked. I, I would <laughs> I love should. whatever. Who, I hope that ref still has it. That sportsman really I want on this wall. Just, I just wanted to say like minute thirty two. Kai Kamara twerking. <laughs> at least you know. At least you know who was the hater. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, dude. The, the linesman must have been like, you know, I'm a, I'm more of a fan of the Dougie, so. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't mind dances, but you can't make them clap during in the 90 minutes. (laughs) No, but serious, because I I was looking back, 
you know, again, Steven Lenhardt was one of the most, you know, uh, just energetic players in the league, you know, playing. And when he was playing for San Jose, um, scores goals, you know, he would hang on the crossbar. Yeah, yeah, he was a wild man. Yeah, yeah. So, and I remember the one time, too, when he was like, you know, yeah, doing this little like yeah. right, it's just awesome. But that yeah. scoring goal is not easy. So when you do, to me, it's just make it memorable. You know, the goal could yeah. be memorable, but your celebration. You know, some people have Alan Sher has this. You yeah. know, Robbie King have the little tumble, fumble, whatever With it the... is. So yeah, you just got to make it fun. And then, uh, uh, and this was cool. Just over, just a couple of days ago, uh, Fubo had had uh, put out a, a, a tweet of when I was twerking uh, on on the show with the. I don't know with, how with, I came across it. That I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> what you searching for, Kai? <laughs> Shout out to the Soccer Minute, which uh, who who's tagged you and and they posted the video of you twerking, and they were like, Kai, let me get your thoughts. And you you had the great response. A great response that genuinely made me laugh so hard because you were like, "Oh, he needs more pop, pop." Yeah, you, you need to. You know, you were you were just you was just rolling. You didn't really have yeah, to. Yeah, it was. You it know. Was t- it's tough with the ball on on the United. It was, you know, I don't a lot have of that, excuses. I don't got a lot that of much, excuses, that much booty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just gotta pop. It's gotta be on the hips. You know, it's gotta yeah, be. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, you know what would have been fun instead of being shown a yellow card if he would have just started raining yellow cards on it. You know what I mean? We would have been like, hey. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you made it rain yellow, it would have been a red. I would have been gone. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Two of those are you out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, it was just great. I mean, yeah, Boston was Boston was good. I mean, that stadium again. Yeah, that's awesome. Actually, I twerked in that stadium. That's where the Patriots play. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's legendary. <laughs> but we actually have a question being... from Jess from Jess Howen, who's I guess she also reports on on the Colorado Rapids, which is dope. So you'll meet her soon. She want to know. Uh, speaking of uh, Boston. What did you think of playing in the coldest game in MLS history last season? Obviously, twerking them would have been good to just build up some of the, the heat in the body. But what does that feel like? The coldest game in MLS history. Yeah, well, who was the game against? I forgot. Portland. Portland. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it was against Portland. Uh, I just I don't even know why we played. Like, why didn't they just call off the game? You know, I have these little dreadlocks, and seriously, when you if when I pulled on one of them, it broke. You know, oh my god, yeah. I, I decided not to pull anymore, or even like shake <laughs> yeah, my hair because I like my hair, I would have lost them all. It was, it was definitely one of those because I remember a little while back when the U.S. played Mexico here in Colorado, and right, there right. was this, you know, the great snow snow game and all that. The snow yeah. Classico, as they yes, called it. And yeah. then finally, we're there, we didn't really have that much snow, but man, it was cold, and you. <clears throat> You're trying to like give your teammates instructions. <laughs> your face is frozen. <laughs> Everything your jaw muscles ain't even working. Yeah, yeah. You know, you and it was just, you can't even that, be a- angry at your midfielders you, properly for not you giving can't. you the ball in the right place. You can't. And it was oh, it was crazy. But then we were down the man, and you know to come back and tie the game. So it was like it was like a World Cup. We yeah. were celebrating like we won something. <laughs> it was just like. Yeah, we're celebrating now. Yeah, hot chocolate. Going, That's we're, what yeah, exactly. We're all going in the hot tub, you know, everyone. So yeah, it's weird because in general, uh, at least in New York, when it when it gets super super cold, where it's like just you can't even you don't even want to be outside. It's usually not snowing. So right. when I was like watching, I was watching this game on TV, and I'm like, 
How cold is it? It's, it's snow. <laughs> when it's snow, it's not that cold. That, that it's like, cold. you know. The following <laughs> week, the following week, uh, or the following or two weeks later, we had another game, and they were so scared that it's going to be the same. Like, they, we had to postpone the game. And it wasn't yeah. even that cold that day. It was just like, oh, it's going to be freezing. So that game, we have to cancel it. And the day came, and we're like, we looked outside. We're like, oh, it's not even that cold because we just had the coldest, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What and about speaking uh, of? Oh, okay. Go ahead. I was. Gonna, are you? I, I think we're gonna I ask have, the same thing. I was Who gonna say. Speaking speaking of cold, uh, here's another question that we have. Um, I can't. I can't. I for some reason I can't uh, remember who asked. Uh, but uh, speaking of cold, you seem like a fun guy. I want to know one: Do you know how to speak Spanish? And two: Did you use it when you had that little bit of a run in with Iguain on the penalty kick? <laughs> Sí, sí, español. Poco, mucho, mucho. Oh, the, the famous penalty kick. Um, I speak soccer Spanish. All right. You know, tiempo rápido, you know, but yeah, I understand yeah. Spanish. I understand, you know, I grew up in L.A. for sure, so I understand, you know, when you're speaking Spanish. But if it's anything soccer, you're saying it, then I get it. I understand yeah. that one for sure. Um, did I speak Spanish? No, I didn't. That's <laughs> I did. I was just like, this ball is mine. You know, you know, give me the ball. <laughs> but, uh, you know, people, people is a good guy. And it's amazing how some of these guys come to America and uh, they pick up English so quick than us, you know, trying to like, you know, learn Spanish so we can, you know, actually bond with them, you know. So, uh, yeah. yeah, people is just, I mean, he's been in, was in Columbus for a, a while and, you know, his English was good. You know, he's a All bit right. shy, but his English was good. His English was definitely good to ask me to give him the ball. So. <laughs> <laughs> just so, just so, uh, and that the the question came from Nick Lazerman, by the way. Uh, so thank you for the the great question about uh, about Pipa. Um, I did want mucho, to ask. Muchas gracias, Nick. <laughs> uh, we had a, another question from uh one of uh i guess quite members jacob denton he says who has been your favorite goalkeeper to score on Ooh. anybody you got a little little rivalry with because you scored on a lot of uh sorry, lot the of first name that popped to my mind right when he said that was just timmy howard oh all right <laughs> okay it's only one goal ever but that's in yeah, the premier yeah. league and it's everton that you know he had he's a legend over there mm-hmm. and here was another american kid going into england playing and the only ever goal i scored in england ended up being against another american timmy so okay sorry, tim, but <laughs> so thank and you I'm, tim for letting it pass so you know he was like i can't do this you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? yeah. and, uh, you know i'm i'm actually i'm an everton fan because of tim howard so i cannot forgive you for that uh right. guy but and tim is from jersey which is where i'm born and raised in newark so i know exactly what he was thinking he's like all right now this dude owes me one <laughs> <laughs> no, it was amazing actually to play with him here we'll actually score two goals against him holy yeah i scored an own goal uh, <laughs> hey, that counts, bro. Oh that counts, bro. God. Put yeah, it on I the scored, tally. I scored another <laughs> header at home, and it was actually it was better than the one in England. I, I got up, and it's one of those where I'm up there, 
And I'm like, oh no, you just had that feeling. I was like, it's yeah, in my I head. It's, go, it's going in. Like, <laughs> sorry, Tim. The, I, you know, I'm curious. About, uh, let's talk about your time uh, yeah. in England. I, obviously, that was a huge move, and and you played uh, for Nor- Norwich and uh, Middlesbrough. Um, Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, what was uh, your ex- experience uh, there like? I know you didn't spend uh, too much time there, but but how would you re- uh, you know re- recap that that time there? Yeah, no, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was when I got the phone call. I was at preseason with Kansas City when I got the phone call saying, hey, Norwich looking for a striker. Would you like to Instead go Instead of alone? coffee where they're like, we need to get some champagne. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? They were like, Norwich in, in England, in the Premier League. I was like, what, you have to ask me? I was like, yes. You know, uh, my groin hurts, but I'm going to limp my way into Norwich City and yeah. I will play these games. And so, yes, uh, it was amazing. It was seriously the most beautiful thing. It's just like, again, here's, <clears throat> you know, young boy waking up in college and watching Premier League every morning and this, and then finally you wake up in the Premier League. And, you know, you're playing at Old Trafford, you're playing at the Emirates, you're playing at, you know, at Stadium of Lights. And I was just like, this is like, this is crazy. So yeah. I I loved it. I enjoyed it. And that's why when I did come back from the loan and I wanted to go back to England, I said, I definitely want to return back to England and play over there and but at this second time around ended up being Middlesbrough which was in the championship so yeah. it was I had the you know taste of both worlds in England the premiership which is amazing championship being named as one of the most difficult and hardest leagues in the world and that's really where it was because dude, I got hit sometimes and I looked around like where is the ref I couldn't see a ref yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so it was yeah. it was like that it was really you know, tough, but you know, it was great. If I they wish don't see I anybody, if they don't see anybody twerking, they're not going to give a yellow. No, yeah. no. <laughs> that's the biggest offense. You guys <laughs> know, remember a player, Joey Barton? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Oh, crazy Joey. Even me and Joey got into it one game too. We look, because you know, he's a bad boy, you know, that's yeah. his rap. You got to keep it a bad boy. And I looked him straight in the eye. I was like, you don't know where I'm from, huh? <laughs> you don't know me, huh? <laughs> yeah. I gave him that stare, like, Look, that I can just see him come. I was like, yes, I just won that battle. I can't believe I just won that battle. At the end of the game, you're like, I can't believe that worked. Yeah, because, you know, I'm taller. He's this, and he's the tough guy. He's, like, coming up. And I just looked at him. I didn't even say much. I just, like, and I can just feel him just, like, shrink. I was like, yes. (laughs) Say less, kids. Say less. (laughs) I do more. I wish I would have prepared myself more for it. So, you know, for younger players, you know, that's going overseas to play, I wish they can know more about where you're going. Because, again, me, it was just on this hype that I just wanted to go to England and play and not really knowing the culture and, uh, you know, the emphasis. I, I knew a little bit, but it means something out there promotion relegation these things like it means a lot so you know me doing my fun stuff and social media and this and that i remember a quick story i played at middlesbrough i went to watch josie play at sunderland i don't know the history of sunderland and middlesbrough but it's these you know sunderland newcastle middlesbrough all there it's a big rivalry i go watch josie play he gives me tickets i'm sitting behind the bench i'm tweeting i'm at josie's game putting pictures I get home, my Twitter was flooded with just messages of just like bad and this, like, why would you do that? You know, you play for us. Why are you going to talk about Sunderland? This, wow. this, this. And I don't know. I didn't know like the history of it until I watched the the, the documentary on Sunderland. 
um, you gotta enjoy it, you know. And obviously, I'm on Twitter too, uh, just Kai Kamar, but 2K3. I have not figured out this TikTok thing. I told oh, yeah. all of Alfonso Davis to to uh, run me a lesson. He's killing and he's, it, and he's yeah. telling me, "Hold on, hold on." Like kids, big time on me now. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you gotta see. Oh. Have you seen Robert Lewandowski's? Uh, he has a really bad one. Really? <laughs> like the whoa, no. Oh God, it hurt to watch. <laughs> no, but thank you guys, right. man. Seriously, this has been fun. Like it's this is different, you know, and I like that. I like different. So thank you, no thank doubt, you, man. thank you so much. You're welcome back any anytime. So uh, let's wrap up the show the no- way we normally do. So for Kai Kamara, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros, and together, what are we? The Coolers. <laughs> yes, perfect, brother. Hell yeah, I love that. <laughs>